Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Lights, Camera, Sports podcast presented by Chestnut Hill Technologies. I'm your host, Mike Galtieri. So happy to have you on board here today. And we have a very exciting guest. As you know, we just announced the Bill O'Brien hiring last week at BC, and a big topic of conversation was NIL, name, image, and likeness. And of course, I thought it'd be great to invite the man in charge of the NIL collective at Boston College, Friends of the Heights, Tom Devitt joins us, and he will get into all of that and talk about that, and we'll go from there. First, I want to play a clip, though, from Bill O'Brien's press conference uh, where he talks about his vision for NIL. There's a group called the Friends of the Heights that, that is, is really involved. Um, you know, we have to do a good job. Of, if you're going to donate money to a collective, most people that donate money, we, we, we really that's huge for them to do that. We need to make sure they know how we're, how we're using that money. And so we have to put together a good system, a good NLI system. You know, we're not, you know, we're not going to be just totally in the NLI business, but we'll be there. And we have a lot of people here that want to help us with that. Well, as you just heard from uh, Bill O'Brien, uh, he, it, NIL is a major, major part of the future going on in college athletics. Also, like to remind everybody before we get to Tom, if you're a BC football fan, you need to be a part of the BC Football Gridiron Club. That's bcfootballgridiron.com for more details, tailgates, newsletters. It's the spot to be if you're a Boston College football fan. Okay, with that now, we bring on Tom Devitt. Tom, first of all, thank you so much for joining us. Great guy, you know, former student manager for BC Hoops, a former assistant coach at the Hartford Hawks, uh, but now is in charge of the NIL Collective at BC, Friends of the Heights. Tom, thank you so much. Mike, thank you so much for having me on today, and, and also thank you for your own dedication to Boston College. It's, it's amazing. You're a national journalist, and I see you in, in Florida covering Miami uh, Dolphins games, and I see you at Rutgers, you know, covering those games and, and at the Excel Center and, you know, covering UConn basketball, and you always come back to Boston College, and that, that's where you, you're at press conferences, you're at games, and, and that just says so much about you, so I appreciate that about you so much. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Thank you. And it's good, too. For, I like doing it nationally as well because you gain different perspectives, and then you can bring it back to B.C., and uh, that's a great segue with NIL. It's going nationally across America, of course. Uh, just talk about, first, your career, Tom, how you got into NIL and then get into Friends of the Heights. Absolutely. Well, I'm very dedicated to BC. I'm an alum, uh, you know, and, and work with the basketball team, as you mentioned. Uh, I was a director of operations for four years after I graduated, um, you know, and we had some good runs. In fact, uh, Boston College just recognized our 1994 Elite Eight team, um, as well as, very importantly, uh, retiring John Austin's number, the first African-American um, and first All-American as well to, to um, play at BC. So uh, that was really, really a, a great weekend, and I 
give a lot of credit to Blake James and his staff for putting that on. But ultimately, I was a, a college basketball coach for a long time, uh, different spots. Uh, really just, I always kind of came back to Boston College, though, in terms of even scheduling them when I was in situations where I could. Um, but when the alma mater came calling, I, I wanted to to shift you know, my focus from college basketball to this new space, and, and I'm, I'm grateful I have. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. How did it come together? Also, how did the Friends of the Heights name come together? I'm not interested in that. Uh, just logistically, how did everything kind of form as this is the organization for BC NIL? Yeah, it's a great question. We, we're blessed to have really four founding donors, if you will, um, who, who, you know, this was such a labor of love for them. And that's Joe Popolo, Brian Tusa, both who live in Dallas, Texas, uh, Sam Rea, who's, uh, who's a, a wonderful track and field athlete, actually holds um, a, a university record currently, um, you know, for the javelin. And he was in, you know, in the late 90s, um, was doing his thing. And then Scott Mutrin, whom you have on regularly, who's a, a a terrific, terrific football analyst, also a hockey expert. Many folks don't know that about him, but those four gentlemen came together and said, "Look, this is a new space that's a you know really um, gaining a lot of momentum at other places, and, and we need to to see what we can do about doing this here at Boston College." And a company called Blueprint Sports kind of uh, engaged with them and said, "Look, we will." kind of give you support we'll give you marketing support um we'll give you human resources support and that's where i came in into the situation um blueprint sports hired me uh to be the general manager and and what that did is it just gave the friends of the height structure and these four guys who obviously have day jobs on their own and and are very very successful they they've formed our, our board of directors along with uh a terrific pro that we just brought on board, Danielle Molinaro from class of 2010, who's a sports attorney. So those five folks really form uh, the structure and the backbone of Friends of the Heights. And, and they've done so much for this uh, organization and in large part because of their efforts, it's grown. That's a great summary, Tom. Okay, so let's just backtrack. I think a lot of people listening uh, might not even know name, image, and likeness and its history, the NCA, how it got involved with the, uh, you know, getting involved with schools, and just kind of give us the 101 on NIL and introduce people yeah. to that. So in 2021, uh, you know, there's been a lot of litigation, you know, forming over the past 10, 20 years even uh, with regard to individual freedoms uh, with regard to student-athletes. And the Supreme Court came out in 2021 with, with a ruling that basically said, you know, that this, what has been going on, um, you know, in terms of the NCAA college athletics model is actually not legal. And, and it, it's crazy because it was the norm for all of us for so long. And what it enabled student-athletes to do is earn compensation uh, the way any other American can. Uh, 
you know, the rules on amateurism for so long prevented student athletes from even getting, you know, a, a complimentary meal, you know, in, in certain situations. So, so this Supreme Court ruling kind of, you know, turned things on their heads and, and enabled student athletes to, to, you know, to earn compensation and payment for, um, you know, and, and to benefit from their name, image, and likeness. Um, at Boston College, we, we do things in a very unique way, and so much of it's service-based, which is wonderful. Um, you know, student-athletes can typically do service work within the community. Um, you know, we have great partnerships with places like the Pine Street Inn in Boston, you know, a number of YMCAs, uh, a terrific organization called Heading Home out of Cambridge, um, just a lot of great organizations that serve our community and, and our athletes are able to partner with them, you know, and, and earn payment for, for their time they spend and, and their efforts they give in the community. And then specifically at BC, just talk about the sports that are involved with NIL and just logistically how it all comes together, I guess, is my question. Behind, like behind the scenes, uh, say, like a Tommy Castellanos or QB football team. And, but then also there's other sports involved too. Just kind of go into the, for fans and viewers, listeners who might know how it all works behind the scenes. Absolutely. We have two arms, really. One is the, this nonprofit arm where student athletes can, can uh, work with, with charities. And we have a commercial arm as well. It's a little smaller but growing uh, where athletes can partner with businesses and, and companies and, and restaurants and things of that nature and, and be sponsor, um, you know, be spokespeople for these uh, entities. And so while we primarily focus on, on the, uh, the nonprofit side, we really want to grow the commercial side too. Uh, we take private donations and we need private donations. Um, and we also are trying to partner with, with other places. We're, you know, we just met with a brewery last week where they may want to come in and, and be the official brewery of Friends of the Heights or, or you know, maybe brew a Friends of the Heights lager and and kind of have a, a little uh, small, you know, revenue share there where they would donate for every can sold. Um, but ultimately, it's it's a situation where we, we, we rely on our fans, our alumni, um, our New England community, you know, to, to really support our student athletes. Cause ultimately, and, and with the Bill O'Brien hire in particular, it's magnified, you know, we are not trying to outbid, um, uh, another, you know, blue blood institution. What we're trying to do is make sure that the student athletes who value Boston college, you know, you know, don't leave to, to other folks who may be, you know, ultimately uh, laying in wait, because as as our student athletes develop, they they get better, right? And and look at hockey, and look at um, you know, going to the bowl game, and look at women's lacrosse. Like we, our our teams are good, right? And and we're going to keep getting better. But as we get better, we want to retain these wonderful athletes. And then, so I guess in terms of payment, I, I don't know how in depth you want to go with the numbers, but there are you're, you're saying though there are players who get paid to stay at BC, basically beyond sponsoring, say IHOP, a commercial place. Right. So they, they don't get paid to stay at Boston College. They they get paid to 
to partner with the charity and do service work, or they get compensated uh, to, you know, partner with a, a restaurant or a business. Um, ultimately, we, we're trying to grow, and we are growing, especially thanks to, to so many folks within our community who have donated. We're very, very grateful. Um, our chairman of the board um, at the university, John Fish, has done an amazing job of, of helping us spread the word and, and really encouraging folks to support this. And, and we're very grateful for his efforts and for Father Leahy's support. Uh, Blake James has been terrific. You know, he came from Miami where, you know, that the, the NIL was really, you know, in, in full force down there. And he understands the ins and outs of it um, so well. But I think the reality is, like, you know, our students have, do engagements and perform work before they get compensated. And, and that's that's just the way it is here. This is not a pay-for-play situation. Okay. Um, and if, you know, we, we had such an unbelievable win against Miami this weekend, you know, but 22 hours later, you should have seen six of those athletes and, and four of those uh, of our football players, you know, performing a clinic at, at the Newton Boys and Girls Club. Like, that stuff goes unnoticed sometimes because we're focused on what happens between the lines and what happens when the lights are on. But, I mean, to do that and and service, you know, 40 or 50 young people in the Newton community 24 hours before a big game, you know, that that takes a lot of of discipline and that takes a a lot of unselfishness. And I give our, our athletes a ton of credit for that. Okay, and Tom, logistically, how can individuals support Friends of the Heights and then companies as well on the other end? How can everything come together? I know friendsoftheheights.com, and just talk about the different plans available. Absolutely. So on the nonprofit side, you know, folks can donate and gain a tax deduction for doing so, um, and we have to use that money in partnership with the charity. On the commercial side, um, we're real eager to partner with with companies in the area, uh, one of the things our students can do is they can make appearances on that that company's behalf. Uh, they can also blast out that company on their social media posts, and and we can have autograph signings, and they can do commercials for these, you know, entities. And I think the reality is, you know, in those situations, companies do benefit so much because so many of our student athletes have large followings on, on social media. So um, on the commercial side of things, it, it's very beneficial for folks to partner with Friends of the Heights. Um, folks can can uh, sign up for monthly memberships uh, where it's a, a small, and again, we any contribution is so welcome, you know, so we, it doesn't have to be a, a four or five or six figure, you know, contribution, you know, $5 helps us, right? And and folks can sign up for monthly memberships where, you know, they get access to some of our events. We'll do tailgates. We'll do, uh, you know, uh, Sam Rea sponsored a, a luxury box at, uh, at the Barclays when we played St. John's. So we were able to invite 25 folks to that. And, and um, you know, being a member of Friends of the Heights with a monthly donation gets you access to those kinds of events. Um, you know, you get a monthly newsletter and kind of see the ins and outs of, of what our students are doing in the community. 
Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Tom, I want to promote the, what businesses are uh, commercial side are working with Friends of the Heights right now. Can you go through the list? Uh, we, we, we've got a, a, a cool setup with a number of folks. Uh, Mr. Sid in Newton Center um, and Chesterfields, which is a wonderful, again, run by a, an app, uh, excuse me, a, a BC alum, uh, Stu Siegel. Uh, he was he was a football player back in the eighties. Uh, it's a combination clothier and barber shop. Um, so our students do appearances on their behalf, and ultimately they maybe they can get a complimentary haircut or a suit. Um, we have a couple of nail salons currently we're we're working with um, in the Boston area. Uh, we're about to sign with with Barnstable Brewery. Um, you know, potentially on the Cape. Uh, we're talking to New Balance. We're talking to a lot of different folks. And that's where we're trying to grow right now is, is on the commercial side because ultimately um, that will help, you know, our student-athletes greatly. And then on the charity side, you mentioned Newton Boys and Girls Club. Where, where else have they made appearances? Absolutely. The Greater Boston Food Bank is a wonderful uh, entity, especially on the holidays, um, there's a, a wonderful nonprofit in Roxbury called the Roxbury Action Program, and our athletes um, have done toy drives and participated in in uh, turkey giveaways, um, and it's been fascinating. It's been like we were at all of their their engagements and just watching our student athletes in action. It, it's inspiring, to be honest with you. And you know, we've had uh, folks from about six or seven sports you know, do these engagements and, and it's great. They, they really impact people and um, kind of a, a byproduct of all this are, are some of the contacts and, and um, you know, some of these relationships we're, we're cultivating within the city of Boston and, and that's been very beneficial. And Tom, a question I get a lot too, people who donate to BC traditionally through the school and now Friends of the Heights, I don't know if they realize the Friends of the Heights is a third party, just kind of give us the, I'm, I'm getting a lot of reactions, a little confusion between the two. Just give us the differences and the different avenues, uh, options that people have available uh, through their donation. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in terms of the athletic side of things, the Flynn Fund is our development arm at Boston College, right? And, and they support sports in terms of the operations piece. Uh, they support maybe a spring training trip. They do so much. They obviously support facility growth, and, and they are vital to BC's growth. Um, Friends of the Heights is a third party. We, are, we contract with the student-athlete. Um, and so both are very, very important for the growth of Boston College. Um, but Friends of the Heights is a third party, whereas the Flynn Fund is housed within the athletic department, if that makes uh, sense. And it's interesting, if, if you follow, um, I'll give you somebody to follow, Mike, on, online, a guy named Mitt Winter. Um, and Mitt is a wonderful attorney who I think is the, the foremost NIL expert in the country. 
And, you know, he talks about, you know, it's not taking a dollar away from one of these two funds, um, you know, to give to the other, but the growth of one impacts the other in, in great ways. So we work in concert at, at BC. Um, I, I'm very, very close to the Flynn Fund folks, and um, and we look forward to, to promoting them, you know, in the future. And, and we kind of, you know, feed off of each other. You know, and Tom, too, um, you always hear about, Nick Saban leaving coaching, Jay Wright. I'm stressed. Uh, Jeff Halfley, BC, locally, went to, becomes a defensive coordinator of the Packers, leaves the head coach of BC. Um, Bill O'Brien talked about the importance of NIL, and you have to accept it in today's world. Just what do you say to the people who are saying, oh, my gosh, NIL is coming in and ruining college sports and in that regard, and I guess specifically how it relates to BC? Well, again, I, I kind of hearken back to the experts, and, and Mitt Winter is, is this guy that, it's just so on point, and he, he does so much research. I mean, what Mitt says is is the numbers of folks who are watching college sports right now are are larger than ever before. The parity is greater. So you've got you know real competitive games and leagues, and and Mitt will state it's in part because you know folks can can participate at all levels in NIL and that's creating parity, which is creating competition and, and excitement. And, uh, and the one thing I'll say about coach O'Brien, you know, we had a great meeting the other day and one of the first things he said to me, and I, I totally agree with it. And this is what all of our coaches, this is how they all feel is if there's a recruit who mentions NIL within the first five minutes of a, of a conversation, um, he wants to look for another student athlete, right? It's, it's, we are not, like, that's not the primary goal of, of what Boston College is about. We have so many things to offer. Um, you know, he even talked about, you know, he went to Brown, and, he, you know, he was walking to Mass at St. Mary's on a Sunday morning, and he says, you know, Tom, I went to Brown, and this campus blows Browns away. Right, and it's nothing against Brown, is because I love uh, I love the the Brown Bears myself, but but that's what his his initial reaction was, and and he, you know the point is BC has so much to offer an athlete and so much to offer a family, NIL is a big big part of that, but it's not the only part. Okay, Tom. Last couple minutes we have here today. Just tell the viewers and listeners uh, your typical schedule, your daily life, your meetings, and also the future of Friends of the Heights. What, how you envision it going to play out next couple of years? Well, it's a growing collective, and, and and we really need continued support. We really need help. Um, our, uh, you know, so much of this is about education, Mike. You know, I, I'm on Zooms all the time. You know, I'm at events where I'm trying to explain kind of how we operate and, and what uh, NIL is about, you know, in, in, in college sports. And, and so much of this is about the education piece. So I spend most of my days um, educating folks on, on this new space and educating folks on the, the real, you know, and, and I use this word very particularly, but the real greatness of our student-athletes and and I urge them to support these young people because um, these young people do a lot of work on behalf of BC, and, and they wear, you know, 
the uniform proudly on on their backs, and and so ultimately, um, directly supporting them is going to help Boston College, and and that's that's what I spend a lot of you know my time conveying to folks. Well, Tom, we thank you so much. Friendsoftheheights.com, I got that right, right? Friendsoftheheights.com, people get all the information. Yep, absolutely. And and again, no contribution is too small. And, you know, if you have any questions, my email address is on that website. I I, I happily will, will engage with anybody in the community to help answer their questions about this interesting new space. Um, but please support our student athletes, and I, I greatly appreciate you know your your dedication, Mike, to Boston College. I mean, you you dedicated a lot of time to the men's basketball team in your day, and and um, you know I, I look forward to seeing you around West Hartford a little bit. You got it, Tom. Thanks so much, Tom Devitt. Love it. And you know what? I would love to see BC back hoops. I'm talking about at March Madness. You know, I travel the country covering March Madness, and man, I miss seeing Boston College on Selection Sunday. Well, I tell you this, Mike. You know, Conti Forum was electric good, this weekend. Good. It really, really was. And and Earl Grant is one of the, the finer human beings in in the basketball world. I, I, you know, I knew him a little bit prior to coming into my new position here, and and, um, and and his guys are high character guys. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm, based in the Boston area and owned by a BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com.